Welcome to a bonus edition of Friars on the Farm. I'm Donovan, and to my left is Roy. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back real quick. And so what, what I've been doing is when I get a chance to go up there, I get up there early, and I can interview a guy, and then I watch the game. Uh, this last time, I was able to take some cool pictures of my camera. I'm learning how to use the camera. Um, I'm watching a ton of YouTube videos. I've signed up to every newsletter. I probably get over-informationizing myself, just getting way too much in. Um, but I'm learning how to use a camera. I took some really cool shots. And uh, and then after the game, I, I talked to the, the starting pitcher. And uh, like I grabbed Estuary Ruiz, who hit uh, the home run, hit the double. He was a super, triple was a triple shy of the, of the cycle. And then I talked to Coach Trasco. Now, I am not a professional. And I am acutely aware of how bad I interview. And it's just... It gets better with practice. I, I get good. Like, okay, we're here with Estruiz. Estruiz. Uh, you hit the ball good. <laughs> you know, and yeah, just, I, 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 I'm, I'm getting better. And Hopefully that helps your interviewee become more comfortable, that they relax yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it, it, you know, Jason was always really cool. We talked to him for a good 10 minutes, uh, which you're going to hear right now. And then after the game, Luis Patino, who... Um, who who answered the whole did the whole interview in English? Oh, really? Which made me feel good because uh, the first time we did it, he did in Spanish. Maybe because it was a I don't know you factor. We were still dealing with the uh, still trying to get him to uh, to agree to to use uh, the shirts or whatever, whatever. But now you're bros. But now we're like tight, <laughs> and we're I aming all the time. Do you have your own handshake? We not yet, but we're gonna. <laughs> You know, I, that'd be cool, but I'm not there for that. Um, but anyways, I'm getting better as an interviewer, uh, and it just depends on how, like, so that day, and then um, we'll get to the interviews here real quick. I get up at 4.40 on those Tuesdays. I get up there. If I eat or not, it doesn't matter. By the time I'm done, it's 9.30, 10 o'clock. I've been up for a very long time, and, you know, my brain is fried, and it's fried on a good night's sleep. Well, because you, um, you went to work in the morning. Yeah. And then you go up there. Then I go up there. And yeah. So, I, you know, it's been a long day. So, you know, and you hang out for a while after the game and it's dark and you just, you're just kind of winding down. And like, oh, let's go talk to Luis Patino. There's a lot of waiting involved in between yeah. too, right? Yeah. And gratefully, Ashley from uh, from the Padres uh, did did the transcribe or did the uh, translation. She's really cool. Um, it's been really cool. And so we had this one little quick, uh, Katie Wu from MILB talked to Lake Elsinore Storm pitching coach Pete Zamora on Mackenzie Gore. Okay, taking the same route to the majors as Chris Paddock does, Pete Zamora think Matt can do it. Gore saw the path Chris took, how quickly he got to the big leagues. So I'm sure he would love to follow on the same path Zamora said. However, the biggest comparison Zamora drew between the two top caliber arms wasn't their timelines, or their resilience, it's their demeanor. Something made even more impressed based on their ages. Quote, his, his professionalism showing up every day and hammering out his routine. Not many things knock him off, Zamora said of Gore. Even if things don't go his way, he has a plan and he knows where he wants to go. He makes it look easy, but there's a lot of hard work put into it. Zamora stressed that he's, there's no urgency with his most recent student. He's in a great place, the pitching coach said. When he shows when he's ready, when he shows when he's ready, and there's an opportunity for him, I think he's going to take it and not look back. 
And that's the few times that we've talked to him. He's like, I can control what I can control. I'm going to dominate each day. I'm going to dominate the day. Well, he's dominated every start so he's far. Done, you know, when we talk, when I talked to him in his last start, he's like, well, that's two walks too many. Well, he hasn't walked more than two in any no. start this year. No. But one walk is too many. Yeah, for him. Yeah. And, you know, he just, he, he knows how good he is. Uh, and he knows that it's only, and it's a process. And mm-hmm. we've t- we said this time and time again, like he knows it's a process. So he's not in a rush. He doesn't, he does care where he ends up, but he's not in a rush to get there because he knows all the work he can do now is just going to make him that much better later on. And he's going to be phenomenal, phenomenal, Chris Paddock phenomenal, but I think an even better tick up simply because he has more pitches and more control of those pitches. Yeah, it, with with Paddock, it was the fastball and the changeup, but it was the command that that set him yeah. apart. Gore has a changeup that's right there with him, a fastball that's even more electric. Yeah, the command that's supposed to be just as good. Plus, he's also got a curveball and a slider, and he can manipulate all those pitches and throw them all for strikes. All for strikes. But so so I went up there and had the interview. Um, I got there early and talked to Jason Rosario and. Like I mentioned a little bit on the in the episode before, you guys, he's just he was cool. Um, I had a little quick uh, lightning round with him, but it ended up not being a lightning round, which you guys are going to hear right here. Um, but it was really cool to talk to him and have Ashley translate. So you got that coming up right now. We're here with Jason Rosario, and Ashley's going to translate for us. Uh, so Jason, you were signed. What was it like being signed at 17 by the Padres and sent to Arizona to begin your professional career? ¿Cómo se sintió de ser nomás 17 años y los Padres te firmaron y fuiste a Arizona? ¿Cómo fue ese sentido? Bueno, para mí fue una cosa bien alegre. Me sentí súper bien. Nada, y mucho, muy bien contento con todo eso. Something really excited. I felt really good and I'm just really happy with myself. Great. Um, Tirso mentioned that you played, uh, he played against you early in his career. Where was that? Tirso mentioned that you antes jugaban contra ustedes. ¿Dónde jugaban? Jugaban en lo evento en Dominicana. Llego allá a varios eventos de Dominicana y fue que lo conocí. Y después la organización, los padres de San Diego, hizo un evento en el complejo allá y ahí fue que nos conocimos. So we met each other at an event in the, playing in the Dominican Republic, and from there the Padres signed us, and then we started playing together from there. Okay, I thought maybe you guys played against each other, like Mexico versus Dominican. No? Jugaron contra ustedes cuando él estaba en México y usted en Dominican Republic? No, no, él fue a un evento de la MLB allá. So he went to an event for the MLB over there, and that's how we met each other. Okay, cool. Um, Last year you went to Fort Wayne to play. Uh, have you ever seen snow before? How was that? El año pasado fuiste a Fort Wayne a jugar. Antes has visto nieve? ¿Cómo fue ese sentido? Bueno, fue una cosa super bien. Nunca la había visto y nada. Eso ayer fue buen. Fue la primera vez que la reconocí. Something really cool. I've never really seen it, so it was really nice to see it over there at Fort Wayne. <laughs> Did you have, como se dice, the jacket and the shoes? Te pusiste solo el chaleco con los pantalones y los zapatos de snow. No, solamente usaba jacket y nada, lo que hubo con Tilson. Tilson era mi rumia allá y 
una, un día que nos despertamos y estaba nevando y lo que nos pusimos a relajar tirando nieve y eso. <laughs> sin, el sin el chaleco y todo, ¿verdad? Sí, sí, teníamos el chaleco. So over there, Tirsa was my roommate, and so all we would do is just wear a regular shirt and jacket and just go out there and play, and we'd throw snowballs at each other. Oh, that is classic. That is so good. So you stayed with a host family, see? Te quedaste con un host family, ¿verdad? Yeah. Did they speak Spanish? Hablaban en español. Mamá Eva, solamente la doña hablaba español y el dog hablaba un poquito. So the mom spoke Spanish, and then Doug spoke a little bit. Okay. Did they uh, did they cook you any comfort food? Did they cook any uh, any food that uh, from Dominican Republic or? ¿Te cocinaron algo del Dominican Republic o qué te cocinaban? Sí, hacían no el mismo sazón ni nada, pero cosas idénticas y además también irritada con nosotros y lo que los días libres cocinando comida así a veces la mexicana y dominicana. Yes, so it's not the same seasoning, but it was close enough, and so they would cook food for me from my state, and then as well as Tirso, so they'd cook some Mexican food as well. <laughs> Do, can you cook? Usted puede cocinar? Poquito. Okay, okay, uh, uh, yo sabe. Um, you played with Lysi, uh in the in the Dominican in the Dominican Winter League. Jugaste con Lysi, verdad? For, for three games? Yeah. Did you stay? <laughs> and you guys heard that on the podcast there? Um, did you stay? So you played for three games. Did you stay with the team the whole season? Jugaste por tres juegos. ¿Te quedaste con el equipo por toda la temporada? ¿O nomás por esos dos, tres juegos? No, empecé a practicar. Llegué allá una semana antes. Comencé a practicar con el equipo y ya la temporada iba a empezar. No estaba en el rotel al principio, pero luego me, me, me incluyeron al rotel y duré como aproximadamente dos semanas con ellos. Y luego me... So I came a week prior to the season actually starting. I wasn't originally on the roster, but then they put me on the roster and I stayed there for about two weeks. For about two weeks. What did you learn uh, in that two weeks uh, with Lacey? ¿Qué aprendices durante esas dos semanas? Bueno, yo digo que hay muchos peloteros con mucha experiencia y ahí hubieron algunos que me sentaron y me aconsejaron. Porque al principio me sentí un poco, un poco mal porque no estaba jugando ni nada, pero ellos me, me sentaron y ahí me aconsejaron y yo digo que aprendí muchas cosas de ellos. There's a lot of batters and there's a lot of talent out there and at first I was a little nervous, but they gave me a lot of advice and how to make myself feel more comfortable and better. Oh, fantastic. Fantastico. Uh, you do a backflip at the end of the game. Who taught you how to do that? So that's just a backflip después de cada juego. ¿Quién te enseñó eso? My brother. Demuéstralo. Demuéstralo. A ver, enséñanos. Aquí uno. Sí. Que hago un buffle. Yeah. Uh, for those of you uh, can't see that, he just did a backflip. And I am sorry, Coach Tarasco. I am sorry, AJ Preller. I am sorry, Ron Fowl. I am sorry that he nailed it, but. My heart jumped and Ashley's heart jumped. Uh, we're, we're, we're just, we're really, thank you for landing that. <laughs> That's nothing. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. 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 No
So what I said is I thought that he actually meant like a bat, like a bat flip, no. not back flip. But he said he started doing this in Fort Wayne after he started winning, and so now it became his thing. Have you done it, Reese? I haven't seen it this año. I have not seen it this year. No lo has hecho este año, ¿por qué? Sí, lo he hecho en varios juegos, pero no lo he hecho mucho así. Yes. Yes, I do in several games, but I haven't done it recently. I don't do it that often. Okay, all right, all right. Better be safe than, you know, lo siento. Um, you're very patient at the plate. You had 66 walks last year in 117 games in Fort Wayne. You have 26 this year. Is the, where did you get the patience at the plate? Lo negaras es la paciencia para estar ahí en el plato porque carraste 66 uh, caminadas y este año tiene 26 caminadas. ¿Por qué tienes tan? ¿Cómo agarras esa paciencia? Bueno, yo eso yo lo vengo ya haciendo desde que empecé haciendo el trayado. El manager siempre mío me decía busca siempre los bichos en la zona y la curva déjala. Si no viene detrás, si viene detrás y siempre van a caer bola. Y yo digo que esa es una de las cosas que yo llevo al plato y por eso debo pasar mucho picheo. <risa> ¿Lo puedes repetir otra vez? Perdón. Que eso ya yo lo traigo desde en Dominicana con el coach que era mío allá, que me, 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 me entrenó y eso. Él siempre me decía que la curva de trae iba a caer siempre bola y esa es la mentalidad que yo llevo aquí a, a la caja de bateo y por eso mucho picheo, todo eso. So you learned that over there with his coach playing and then from there he's learned how to have the patience at the plate. Excellent. Uh, you're playing against much older competition in the level. Uh, did playing for Lycee help playing with the older people here in, in Lake Elsinore? So, estás jugando contra jugadores que son más mayores de ustedes. ¿Eso te ayudó jugando con Coach Lycee? ¿Quién? ¿Te ayudó jugando con Coach Lycee que tienes la paciencia de jugar con jugadores que son más mayores de usted? Sí, sí. Tengo la paciencia y todo. Yo no me importa la edad que tenga o okay. qué. Yo solamente. Trato de hacer mi trabajo ahí, como ellos tiran la pelota, yo también tengo un bate y se batea. Excelente. So he said it doesn't matter how old he is, he just knows how to play. You can hit the, you have a ball thrown at you, he's going to hit it. He knows how to play. Okay, let's have some fun. Ahora nos vamos a divertir. Más que esto. Ready to have some fun? Okay. Um, muy rápido. Muy rápido, uh, como se dice, questions, muy rápido. Um, would you rather rob a home run or hit one? ¿Te quieres robar un home run o pegar un home run? Pero rápido. Me gustaría robarme uno, nunca lo he hecho. Rob it, I've never done it. Yes! Celebrity crush. ¿Quién es, quién es tu artista favorito? ¿Estás enamorado de él? Tengo varios, ahora mismo no tengo uno específico. Pues dime cinco. Sí, hay several. Ok. Serge, uh, el alfa, el mayor. Ah, no, no, no tengo eso. ¿Y son cantantes, artistas? Son artistas reconocidos. So they're well-known artists. Oh, ¿Cómo se llama? ¿Cómo se llaman? El Alfa el Jefe, el Mayor Clásico y Serge. Es el Colombia para los mayores. Ok. ¿Cómo se llama? Yeah! <laughs> We're having fun here at the lightning round, folks. For real? Okay, you're good. Okay. Al otra vez. El alfa. El al so the alpha. El mayor. The major. Y sesh. Y sesh. 
So these are all celebrity. They're all singers. Uh, well, okay. okay, fantastic. Well known okay, uh, who's a better dancer, you or Tirso? Quien baila mejor usted o Tirso? Who's faster, you or Robbie Podorsky? Quien es más rápido, usted o Robbie? Podorsky. Podorsky. Okay. Thank you so much, Jason, and thank you so much, Ashley, for uh, for taking the time to translate for me and Jason. Thank you so much. Real quick. Who so Jason has tattoos on his arms. Uh, on his right arm, he has a tiger tigres, and on his left arm, he has some family members. Who are the tattoos on your arms, and where do they represent? De que son eso? Uh, aquí tiene tu familia tatuada, ¿verdad? Mm -hmm. ¿Quién son? Bueno, este so he has a tiger on his right arm, like you said previously, but this is his first one. He has his both his grandmas. The first one, unfortunately, passed away this year, and his other grandma is still alive cheering him on. Thank you very much. So you weren't the one who asked him to do the backflip. <laughs> no, I did not. She did that of her own volition. Well, Ashley. Be well, because she thought that you were talking about a bat flip. Right. And she's she like, oh, well, what does your bat flip look like? And what he like throws his arms up and does something funny. She wasn't expecting him to do a backflip. Right. And, you know, when you get ready for a backflip, yeah. you are in an athletic position. He looks like he was getting ready to get, you know, in the, at the plate. Uh-huh. But then he goes, whip, and she, you know, you heard it. And like, wow, whoa, whoa. Thank God he landed on his feet. Thank God he landed <laughs> on his feet. And, uh, you know, Coach Tarasco hasn't heard this yet, and I'm not sure if he will, but I think Sam listened, so I apologize. Um, I didn't ask him to do that. He did it because um, a very pretty lady asked him to do it or whatever. Um so then after that, you know, we had the game and uh, Luis Tino pitched, uh, had the rough inning. Uh, and then just as you heard in the episode before, just was lights out. Retired 18 straight batters. It was just lights out. And uh, it was a great game. And then so I ended up talking to Luis after the game. And then you're going to hear that here. And then uh, it's Rui. And I said his name correctly, Ruiz. I, I talked to him a little bit too. Ashley also translated for that. And then you're going to hear Tony Tarasco here. But uh, let's have you guys listen to those. Get you out of here. Uh, enjoy that. I'll be going up again this Thursday where Mac will be pitching. So probably going to look forward. Uh, I'm not sure who I will talk to before the game or if I'd be able to get some maybe some batting uh, practice content uh, for the Twitter page. But I'm going to do that this Thursday. And you guys are talking about maybe going up. Yeah. Yeah, I think we might. It'd be kind of cool. Um, and so that's going to happen. And this is going to be, you're going to listen to this. And uh, I think it's cool. We're here with Coach Tony Tarasco. Coach, Luis Patino, six innings pitch, six Ks, two balls. Had a little trouble in the first inning. What did you see today? Well, he his start was pushed back. And then we had a day off yesterday, so I, I, I'm willing to chalk it up to like just take too long of a rest. There is such such a thing where you lose your feel a little bit. Obviously, he regained it after after the first inning. And he was able to command the ball and be more aggressive and attack hitters. And and he was much much better in that second inning, uh, dropping in changeups and curveballs. Um, the fastball command was in was doing pretty good there. Um, what else do you see from him? Uh, just the, the fire. Like I said, once he got back, you know, comfortable being back on the mound, he saw a completely different person. So, Okay. Uh, Estuary Ruiz tonight 
had himself a night. Yeah, he had a good night. You know, the, I think the the best parts of the night are obviously the play up the middle because you know he's still learning to play second base, so that's really good for his confidence. Um, his most of his hits came with two strikes, which is something he's been concentrating on. Uh, so that was a pleasure to see as well too. And the homer straight over the four hundred sign. Uh, such a small guy. Where does he get that power from? Uh, he's got a lot of bat speed. You know, he's got a lot of intentions, bad intentions when he goes to the plate. <laughs> um, the best thing about that is it was the center field because it lets him know that he doesn't have to go always go to the pool side to hit the ball out of the park. And when guys start working in the middle a little bit better, they start becoming better hitters. Uh, um, Olivier. Basabe. Basabe. I always want to say Basabe. It's just uh, Some people say Basabe, too. <laughs> um, two-run homer tonight for him, too, as well. Yeah, he picked us up on the road with a two-run homer as well, too. Um, you know, he's he's a lot better hitter than his average is showing. Um, I think he's been working gradually back towards the guy he knows himself to be. Uh, he does have a little sock in there. He probably sees the game. He's one of my best guys who sees the game like it is able to anticipate. You know, he's really good. He's really improving, I would say, at first base. And he has himself a good little stretch. Uh, he's been working with... Uh, yeah, he works with Blanco just about every day in first base. I mean, this is his, I mean, he's played a couple of games here and there, but he's been our premier first baseman, especially since DK's gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't see um, I didn't see Mason Thompson. Uh, no, Mason's uh, in rehab. He's in Arizona in rehab. Okay, right so. all right. Okay, I just, I just thought I didn't see him, so I thought yeah. I'd ask him. If you him want him. to find out, yeah, talk to Ricky about that. He'll give you the good details. All right, I really appreciate it, Coach. Thanks a lot. All right. So we're here with Estuary Ruiz. Estuary, uh, great night at the plate tonight. Uh, how did you see the ball? Fantástico, ves, porque estabas aquí en el plato. ¿Cómo ves la pelota? Siempre, siempre me mantengo enfocado en buscar un buen picheo y eso y tratar de, de hacerle swing a mi picheo y dejar los picheos del piche pasar. So I always stay focused on the ball. I try to let the balls go by and I focus on the ball and from there hit it. The, the home run uh, to center field, are you trying to go to the center? Are you trying to stay in uh, the center of the diamond uh, and stay away from the pull side? Or where do you see that with the two run home over the center field wall? El home run lo decís por el centro. ¿Estás tratando de hacerlo del centro o quieres hacerlo más de la izquierda, derecho o puro centro? No, siempre vivo trabajando. Uh, ese horno salió en 3 y 2 y siempre tengo un approach con, tu, con dos strikes. Entonces solo trato de poner la bola en juego y salió, me tiró un buen picheo para yo batear y le hizo un, le pude hacer un buen swing. So I was trying to do it on the second ball, but he threw an amazing pitch and so I hit it and then I hit the home run. And the double also, really, really good hit tonight. Um, you're on fire. Are you working with Coach on, on your approach here, your two-strike approach? Because both those were hit with two strikes. Estás en fuego. Ahorita estás jugando bien. Estás trabajando con el coach para pegar. ¿O qué estás haciendo? Sí, siempre tengo mi rutina. Tratando de hacer un buen ajuste con dos strikes, ya que tengo una, una pequeña debilidad con dos strikes, se le sigo a picheo malo y siempre vengo todos los días temprano a hacer libola, a trabajar eso. So I have my routine of doing the two strikes, but every day I come a little bit earlier just so that I can practice batting. Nice. All right. Thank you very much, Estuary. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! We're here with Luis Patino, six innings pitch, five strikeouts. Luis had a little bit of a rough first inning, but he seemed to put it together the rest. Uh, how'd it go? Uh, I think uh, 
the friend is not uh, good enough for me, but you know, uh, always when you work, uh, you can do uh, good innings. So I'm working uh, after that. I think that's in the past. Go to the second inning with uh, mentality. I think this is the third inning. So always working. Uh, that's part of the game. And keep work when I do something bad. Uh, Let's go uh, working every every hitters. Did Zambo come out and uh, give you any any tips on mechanics, or did he just come out and say, "Hey, settle down"? Uh, when he came out to the match, it's more like a breathe, breathe, uh, think, uh, execute pitches for pitches. So that's the most the most important part when I come back to the second inning and uh, keep fighting, keep working with my pitches and attack some. Nice. You had the fastball working tonight and, and off speed, so I uh, had fastball command. How do the, the pitches feel? Uh, I think the first inning, I, I don't have a good command, but uh, when I come back to the second, I'm working more with my fastball. I come on uh, my fastball in all the spots and execute my my breaking ball pitches. So working with my old staff and keep keep fighting with the, the hitters coming and do throw good pitches and ground balls, fly out, strike out, whatever the game do. Uh, I'm working. That's the most part. Nice. Uh, a couple of extra days off there. It was a little bit of rust maybe getting started. Is that what it was? A few days off, a little bit I of rainy that, weather this week. Yeah, I think that's not a skill because you never, you always need to work. Uh, I think that three day off, that that's part of the game when it's raining or something like that. But I don't care that. I come back here. I come in here today for working a lot. So the first inning, I think it's not good maybe for the three days, but that's not excuse. So I come back to the second inning and keep fighting all inning for I have a five inning zero. Is I take the game tie for my teammate to do a run, to score, and get today. So so don't don't care that three days and working. That's, <laughs> that's important. You know? All right, thank you very much, Luis. Appreciate it. Yeah, so I okay, so it wasn't so bad. You're you're humble. I, okay. You're you're a humble interviewer. So Luis Patino speaking in English, he handles himself very well. He seems pretty comfortable speaking in English. Yeah. Um you you can tell that it's clearly not his first language and he's got the very strong accent, but I love that he's confident enough to use it in yeah. an interview. Well, and I like that he's comfortable enough with me to use it cuz the first time we did it I'm like, "Oh, I know how well he speaks English." Uh, but you know, so be it. And he came out, and I like it because I kind of gave him an out with like, you know, it's kind of been rainy. You had a couple of extra days. You heard that with Tony. Tell me, he had a couple of extra days. Like, that's not an excuse. Like, you have to work. You have to do the work. Yep. And uh, it was really cool. So I wonder if it was really just a focus thing that he just locked down after the first inning, or if yeah. there was, his people make adjustments. Yeah. You know, oh, you know, your fat, your your changeup doesn't quite seem to have the drop that it does. Maybe let's use the slider more yeah. often, or something like that. And we forget these kids are still developing. I mean, they're so young and still developing. Well, and they're getting to learn their teammates. Yeah, I don't know how the pitcher and catcher relationship. These guys haven't been working together all that long. You know, a couple months. Yeah. So that there's a lot that that comes together. So I was also curious about Olivier Basabe that you brought him up I did and I like that uh that coach Tarasco pointed out that he's a much better hitter than his batting average shows he is much better well and that's a great thing <laughs> as tight friends it's a double and we okay so no run scored but that's all right well and that's so I pulled it up last year we we were keeping an eye on Olivier Basabe because in uh let's see 
he in 2017 he was in the AZL, and then last year he went to Tri City and got up to Fort Wayne. He hit 313, 371, 480 uh, through 40 games in Tri City, and then got called up to Fort Wayne. Handled himself pretty well, 258, 296, 348. And he's played all over the diamond, second base, third base, left field, shortstop. Yeah. And now he's playing some first base because they don't really have a first baseman no. in, in Lake Elsinore. No. And they had Taylor Colway playing there for a little bit, and then he got called up. Yeah. Uh, we've seen Jalen Washington over there. We've seen a bunch of guys playing at first base. And he's been playing there a lot. Okay, well, you know, any way you can make yourself useful, get yourself in the lineup. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And he's doing well. Yeah. Um, and then that's fantastic. So that's kind of what we do. That, that's kind of what we've been doing. I've been doing is going up there, getting an interview, doing a post game, a wrap up. I, I felt confident enough to ask for a hitter um, with, with the interpreter. It just makes so much more. Those guys so much, you know, we get more content. We get other players than just the English speaking guys. And of those, because they need just as much practice as I want as much to hear from them that they need to practice of talking to the media. You well, know? yeah, and, and some if, of their some of the more interesting players are the Latin players on that team. Absolutely. Like I said, he is like, I saw him with a shirt off, and <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you have to change. He's like, should I change? <laughs> he, he said that in English when we were in a, in a clubhouse. I'm like, yeah, please change, because you know, a woman's going to be doing this. Um, but he's ripped. I mean, he, and he's I, not I think bulky. I think you were intimidated. I think that's really what was going on. Well, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Let's just... You know, no, I'm it's still, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm still getting used to being in a clubhouse. Like I don't do this for a living. So when I walk into a clubhouse and guys are showering to my left and they walk around naked in my right, and it's not a big deal. Um, I, obviously, it's not a big deal. We're all guys, but still, it's like you know, you 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 just want to act like you've been there before. Yeah, it's not something you normally see in your daily right. And you also in your job. And I'm still trying to get comfortable being in the clubhouse and walking into the clubhouse where the lockers are and go like, hey, can I talk to you? Hey, can I talk to you? Yeah, this is their place of business. Right, and this is their sanctuary. And some dude that, you know, they're just starting to get to know maybe a little bit is coming around. Anyways. But you know, you're doing a great job. Thanks. And uh, I found it very interesting that Mason, now we didn't read anything about him getting injured or anything, but I didn't. I saw that he'd been on the, I'd seen it on Twitter somewhere. And I look, I check the um, MILB transactions. And so I saw that he'd been transferred to the seven day uh, injured list. Okay. Um, They, with the minor leagues, I don't think they're required to state what the injury is. It's just, they go to the IL and then they come back. And some guys it's really nothing. Right. Some other guys, it's something. But with Mason Thompson, he was injured all of last year. So it would make sense that they're going to take the slow approach. We've seen nothing in his performance to suggest that he's hurt. He has been struggling. He's been struggling to throw strikes. He's right. been struggling, but the velocity's there. The yeah. stuff is there. It's just he looks like a guy who's out of practice from yeah. not pitching for a year or more. Yeah, and you can do it in the comfort of, of the complex. Yeah. Yeah, Like so... Uh, Denelson Lamette is pitching in the complex. Yeah. And apparently the other day, uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. and Franchi Cordero both batted against him. And Lamette is throwing upper 90s. Um, Tatis is running at near full speed now. Near full speed. Yep. In the last couple of games, he is actually running the bases and doing everything. Franchi Cordero swinging a bat. And apparently swinging the bat is when he was getting the uh, the elbow issue this time. Yeah. So lots of good signs. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because... 
Francis Cordero, everyone's just dying to get him up here. And I think people forget that he was striking out like a 40% rate oh, in, yeah. the, in the major leagues. He's, he has a lot of work to do. Yeah. But he's just, he's an exciting player. He's yeah. so fast. He he's has got the bat so speed, much power. He crushes the ball. Yeah, and he's just he's an electric player. You know, and, and to get back to Tatis, you know, I was at work today, and, and the assistant director, who's uh, you know from Logan Logan Heights, is a native San Diego, and he just starts talking. You know, you don't have to make the play, and you don't need to stretch at second base. I mean, he didn't say hi. He just walked up to me and goes, you know, you don't have to make the play. And it took me a sentence or two. I'm like, he's talking about Fernando. I'm like. But you're not going to have him not do that. He's going to do it because that's how you play baseball. Well, that I think that comes back to this debate about Manny Machado. And every once in a while, he doesn't hustle one out. Like the other day, there was a ball that was bobbled a couple times by the second baseman. Right. He might have been able to, to run out and get on base on an error. And he didn't because he didn't hustle. But then at the same time, he's not going to do the full splits trying to stretch for an out at third base because he knows that he needs to protect his body to make it through a 162 game season. Right. And beyond. Right. And 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 Fernando he can stretch out that good. He did it at second base. I think it was the second base when he did the big the big stretch. Um and to go back to the Manny thing. Well, what happened I- was his foot slipped. Okay. His cleat slipped out of the of the dirt and that's why he hit the deck. I don't think he had any intention of doing the full splits. Yeah. Cuz clearly his body wasn't ready for it. And clearly it was injured a lot more than we thought. Yeah, well, the, the you, take, you got to take it slow with a hamstring. Yeah. And we don't want to see, I mean, like when um, Corey Spangenberg got hurt, it was a quad strain, and then he wound up missing like a year and a half Yeah, because it just kept coming back and coming back. It's, you think your body's ready, and you push it, and the injury comes back. So take the time. He's young. He's the future. He is our savior. Right, and, we are, <laughs> and we're doing pretty good without him. Oh, as, yeah. As much as... We want him in the lineup as exciting as he is, is is how much we thirst for that kid to play. We're still winning ball games. Um Yeah, but I want him healthy for the next five years. Right. And that lingering. Yes. Um Oh yeah, but just uh, you know, it was kind of cool. My director <laughs> assistant director came up I'm like, yeah, dude, and I kinda defend him, like, that's what happens. He's like, I know, I know, we all want him back. Like social media, the whole fan base were just freaking out because he isn't back. He'll be back. He'll be fine. He'll be back. He'll be fine. And he's bringing Udius with him. Yes, he is. Okay, so let's get you guys out of here in this little quick bonus episode. Quick 30-minute episode, I think, maybe with the content. Um, you can reach me on Twitter at SD Donovan. I am at Zippy underscore TMS. Go Padres. Go Padres. Go Padres.